but uh, it is good to be back doing the pod. Um, I feel like you've had some developments. <laughs> I, I think you have one. I think you have one to share. Okay. I struggle with sleep hygiene. Sleep hygiene? Like my my sleep schedule, having okay. a good bedtime routine. So that's like a uh term it's for term. that cuz that just sounds like you go to bed really dirty. dirty. <laughs> I struggle with not going to bed dirty. And that is um, tough. So Ariana Huffington, famously who created the Huffington Post, is very <laughs> yeah i am I, oh, i'm i'm very interested in and this can be an aside for later maybe but like wh- why are you listening to her, her so much she's a big lifestyle influencer she got really mm-hmm. into work-life balance culture she created this this company called thrive global after she finished the huffington post she has a podcast where she basically just corners celebrities into talking about their sleep schedules and then she (laughs) shames them and then tells them they should have better sleep schedules and not sleep her big thing is no phones in the bedroom right her big thing is like no screens at all in the bedroom and so she basically waits for a celebrity to say that they scroll their phone and then she's like well (laughs) and she i listened to her podcast like three years ago five i would say five years ago this idea has been stewing inside of me and she created this product and it made a lot of sense to me when i heard it where she has a whole ritual where she she would describe that she put her phone into a little bed charging station and i was like that's so cute like a charging station like a bed i was like i imagined it probably being this big and you just She'd say, tuck it into bed. I was like, she's clearly not really tucking her phone into bed. <laughs> and so <coughs> I, I've not been getting a lot of sleep. <laughs> and I was talking to my therapist about creating a better sleep schedule. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm finally going to get the Ariana Huffington sleep bed, phone bed. <laughs> and it arrived in the mail a week ago. You know what? what's wrong with your sleep? <laughs> you haven't bought a uh, a billionaire's weird, stupid product. What I ordered <laughs> was a four-poster bed with a maple finish wood. Wait, were these options? Yeah, but I was like, there's, <laughs> but I was like, there's no way it really looks like that. Oh, I still just went through with it. It was an impulse God. purchase that I probably bought at like 1 a.m. It arrived, and when it arrived, I went... This is the most insane thing. I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't justify this. I can't find a way to. Ju- I went. I'm gonna have a hard time doing myself out of this hole. <laughs> Let me go get it. <laughs> oh my god! I can't. Yeah, the reason that I can't sleep is that my phone isn't get. It, oh my! It's so big. It's so big. Oh my god! I could sleep in that. <laughs> Oh my, Lucia. Lush. It is a giant. This is an iPad bed. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> it fits iPads. Oh my. <laughs> it's a it's giant. IPads. I mean, it could fit a, a small family of rats. Oh my God. It looks so insane to have in the house. They're seriously. It's so low to the ground. They're seriously like. That is an invitation to mice in the like in the walls. They're like, well, clearly they want us here. Well, I put it in that corner because I was like, when I got it, I was like, 
okay, weird, but let's see if this works. I felt too insane to actually tuck my phone into bed. It, yeah, and does it have a charger in it? No, you have to use your own charger. <laughs> <laughs> Battery's not included. <laughs> I mean, seri- this is just for the camera. It's as big as my chest. It's literally as big as my torso. There's, it's there's, for a baby. There's so many families that don't have beds, <laughs> but your phone has it one. It literally that has a fit. mattress. Oh my god! <laughs> this is this is another level. Why well, I rec- I need to. I recognize it's crazy, and I put it in that corner, and then I just realized, like, if I ever bring someone home, like. There's just no way to justify how insane <laughs> this be, is. They're going to be like, is that where <laughs> is that your room? <laughs> I, mean, I don't, I mean, this is crazy that you bought this, but this is even crazier that it exists in the first place. Yeah. Well, and that she talked about it in such a rational way that I went, absolutely. I'm not, I'm not not recognizing that it's completely insane, but I can't get rid of it. Yes, you can. You can absolutely cannot. get rid of it. Why? Because it's the funniest thing I own. It is hilarious. <laughs> so but. we've just been keeping it under the bay window. I mean, my roommate is furious. Um, <sighs> he can't believe I got it because, you know, it's part of, I, ca- I keep saying, we and bringing him and he's like it's not a we problem it's and he was like just can you keep it in your room and i was like no i'm not gonna That's keep a point. tiny bed next to my <laughs> bed why well, don't well, but, but and my, he was like put it under your bed i was yeah like, why do you have to display it it's, oh wow B- oh, shaming oh. me for owning a tiny a woman <laughs> owning a tiny bed for phone and ipads it can fit six phones and two ipads yeah well it's good to see that you've been doing okay but i'm an expert in science (laughs) yeah yeah i love that this is always our preamble of like what what wild spooky thing has lucia done (laughs) over the last week and then it's like now (laughs) back to lucia (laughs) for the science report (laughs) back to (laughs) lucia's what woo-woo thing has Lucia done this week? And then now, back to Lucia for empirical data. <laughs> now take her seriously. <laughs> now radically change the way you're thinking about her. <clears throat> we got one. All right, are you ready for environment? I'm ready for environment. Um, so today, Love environment. This is a fun one. Um, I actually... Um, so today we're talking about um, something that you're very familiar with and use every day. Great. Diapers. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What a, you keep writing these jokes into the script, and I, I'm, I'm a big fan. Uh, yep, I'm wearing a little diaper right now, matter of fact. Um, I'm somehow less ashamed of that. If that were true, I would be less ashamed of it than you should be about the bed. Owning a tiny bed. <laughs> than if I owned a tiny bed for my phone. Well, there's less explanation that it requires for you. I just go. That's true. I poop. I poop my little pants. <laughs> but for me, I have to go. Well, well I listen to this podcast. Uh, you know this woman. She started the Huffington <laughs> Post. She doesn't ha- own it anymore. But she started a lifestyle brand. <laughs> Yeah, you got a long road. I would rather be able to say I just shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> shit my pants on a regular basis, and that's it. And that's that. And I'm handling it. With that attitude. Yeah. Um, so, okay, this, there's a sinister history behind disposable diapers. Behind diapies? This is going to be a bit of a conspiracy podcast. 
Mm. Those are big. Um, basically, cornering the conspiracy market. Absolutely, I'm saying we got to bring them all in. Bring yep. in. Come on, um, folks. So, l- the decision. You want kids? I do. Do you not? You want little babies? I do want little babies. Well, so and I, because I, I just. What I'm worried about is that Do you I'm. Want the bed? Yeah, <laughs> that would be great. What I'm no, it just gives them cancer immediately because it's been housing a cell phone. Uh, what I'm worried about is that I'm not negatively affecting the environment enough on my own. Mm-hmm. So I want to bring more children into the world to do more of that. Yes. Right. So. In fact, your child will sort of be your externality. Yep. Indeed. Well, something that you're going to have. No one to pays decide. for those, so. No. <laughs> And you won't be blamed for it. Yeah. So I'm going to have to decide. You and Sally will have to decide um, when to potty train your little one. Yeah. And this is a huge source of debate. Okay. All on mom blogs. It's been a huge debate Mm. since... uh, Time immemorial. time immemorial, people have been saying, when do we let kids... Poop in the potty. Poop in the potty or in the hole. Um, I think we say potty. (laughs) <laughs> go to the hole. <laughs> well, when my family's in the woods. That's what I'm <laughs> yeah, I forget you. Like you grew up swinging on vines. <laughs> <laughs> we call it the hole. Yeah, we call it. Go in out the to the hole. Household. Um, go make make boom boom in the hole. <laughs> in the okay. Well, <laughs> so this is actually we could get some hate around this. I'm sure on Instagram. It's gonna generate some controversy love that because disposable diapers yeah think about how bad they are for the environment that's a lot of plastic it's a lot of is it it's plastic right? yeah gotta be made made of a few different things it's plastic it's all going into landfills mm-hmm. so most babies are in diapers for two to three years <sighs> during infancy the average baby goes through 12 diapers a day as they get older what yeah <laughs> <laughs> How Dude. many do you go through? <laughs> I don't put up those kind of numbers. Because <laughs> you just sit in it. <laughs> yeah, I got I got shit going on. Literally. <laughs> As they get older, they use fewer diapers each day. Twelve a day. Yeah, a I might have to rethink this whole having children thing. I know. You have to change your diaper twelve times a fuck. Yeah. So so this is. You're going to go through 12 a day. When they get older, a toddler uses four to six diapers on average. If we use eight diapers for our calculations, that's 2,920 diapers each year and 7,300 total diapers over 2.5 years. So two, so is that an average number of like when people get potty trained? Is like two yeah. and a half? Two and a half. Okay. Um, so American babies wear 3.6 million so tons. So I should not be... at. At 31, I should not be wearing them anymore, is what you're saying. Well, yeah, in your house, you're going to be putting away about 15 diapers per day. <laughs> <laughs> um, American babies wear 3.6 million tons of disposables, const- um, constituting 2.1% of all municipal waste. Yeah. <clears throat> do you think it's more, I don't, and it's okay if you don't, you probably don't have this handy, but just from those numbers, do you think that's more? So wait, you said it's 2.3% of municipal waste. 2.1%. 2.1. So, oh, and we said plastic straws are 4% yeah. of plastic pollution. So kind of, it's getting close. It's getting close. It's like almost as bad as, pro- by weight, it's got to be <laughs> oh, absolutely. way more. By dookie? By dookie weight? <laughs> by dookie weight? That's got to, 
<laughs> no way plastic straws are keeping up with that dookie weight. No. <laughs> well, so disposable. This di- is my career. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so disposable di- diapers are made primarily out of the types of plastic used in grocery bags, product packaging, and household products. Um, they do harm to the environment in uh, the obvious ways, such as filling up landfills, but also they introduce feces into groundwater. And they contribute to the problem of oil drilling because they're made from plastics. I mean, oil, the, the oil industry in general, not just drilling. Right, um, right. They also contain, I think well, they're... Well, so they get, they get feces in the groundwater by being in the, like... Being in the landfill. Being in the landfill. So I read that you're supposed to, ideally, when your baby takes a dump, put it into the <laughs> toilet. But a lot of people just chuck it into the Yeah, trash. yeah, Probably yeah. most people. Yeah, because you can't be handling it like that. Oh God! I, I might not have kids. I might not. Or well, there are alternatives. I bet I won't like them. Cloth. We'll talk about that later, though. So okay, I'm sure that uh, there are various kinds of diapers that disposable diapers that don't have harmful chemicals, but a lot of chemicals in diapers come from adhesives, synthetic dyes, and perfumes. Um, they include volatile organic compounds like toluene xylene, dipentine, um, and they also contain, oh, I never know how to pronounce this, phthalates, phthalates. Oh, it's the hardest word ever. P-H-T-H, right? Yeah. Yeah, phthalates. Phthalates, which are dangerous. Yeah. Um, I only know that one because my shampoo says phthalate-free. Phthalate-free. So I'm going to live forever. And I'm sure there are still some diapers made with all these things, some diapers made without them. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. God, I this is really one of those that I just never have thought of. Yeah. God, it, it really is so many just thinking of all, every <laughs> child on the planet, mostly. I mean, not mostly, but like... In, in, in Western... A, in Western life, I mean, my God. Well, so I looked up, what did people do before diapers? <laughs> um... <laughs> In the Middle Ages... They didn't used to be diapers. <laughs> in the Middle Ages, the act of swaddling served as a form of a diaper. Linen was wrapped about a baby's limbs and body, and then the, li- the linen would have captured the waist and kept the baby warm all throughout the year. Um, <coughs> Plains Indians... Poop uh, clothes. ...used juniper, shredded cottonwood, bast, cattail down, soft moss, and scented herbs for absorbent disposable diapers. Um... For much of history... That sounds that sounds pretty good. Uh, yeah, that's not too... Yeah. I prefer that to the just leaving the baby in the swaddled shit. Okay. <laughs> when the safety pin was invented in 1849, those were then used by those who could afford the, them to hold the rectangular diaper in place. And then a few years later, modern cloth diapers were invented and began to be mass-produced as squares of linen or flannel. And um, around this time, big business, around this time, mothers also started boiling dirty diapers to sanitize them before reuse. Um, Mm. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Wool soakers, tight wool pants or shorts were used as diaper covers and worn over diapers to keep clothing dry until 1946 when the plastic diaper cover was invented. It's so it's so funny, like just having seen diaper commercials about how they'll go like it's always like. There's like a little bear with the diaper on it, and then they zoom so far in to like show like there cannot be a leak in this thing because yeah. <laughs> that's like every parent's like big 
like wow. biggest concern ever. They get like so. Oh, I've never thought about. Yeah, that. like the leak. They're like zero leakage. See, you know? I've never listened to diaper commercials because they never feel like they apply to me or will ever. <laughs> right, when I watch a diaper right. commercial, I'm just going. <laughs> You're just thinking about. Wait, maybe I should buy a bed for my phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel more love for that. Okay, so this is where... So basically, so that was the state of diapers until disposable diapers were created. Basically, the conspiracy is that pampers... So there's a big... Uh, there are a lot of ideological differences around when you should start potty training your kid. Okay. And so I've never heard this. I've yeah, never heard this. So ba- there are... And I'll read you... Sort of insane psychological theories about what happens if you force them to be potty trained too early but okay. basically pampers hired scientists to do research saying that it was better to keep your kids in diapers for longer <laughs> that makes perfect sense Absolutely. i fully i fully i fully believe that so you're gonna love these so these are some of the ideological differences to give you an idea of like why it's actually so up like why parents are so worried about when is the right time to potty train their kid and right well so just one quick on that that idea like i me fully believing that they uh that they would fund a study like that like that's exactly like um the whole thing of us the like uh, the industry, like the sugar industry, mm-hmm. like telling us that fat is like the worst possible yeah. thing for us. And when really it was like, well, no, it's there's bad fats, there's good fats, but like really it's the fucking sugar that's killing you, you know, or, you know, salt in all these foods. Mm-hmm. It's like then they f- they literally always do this. Every big industry that's doing something horrible to us. Just they to f- push more product. Yeah, they just find scientists that are willing to take money to to tell us the exact incorrect information. So the conspiracy around it is like the scientist that they got to do like Pampers specifically, like he had been talking about his general theories for before they had paid for it. But like he was on their commercials pushing the propaganda. And I think it's a little shady. Okay. So here are some examples of how far back these ideological differences go. So under the communist German Democratic Republic, toddlers attended state-run crushes that were equipped with large potty benches on which several times a day every child sat down and remained seated until everyone was done. This not only aimed at training children to use the toilet, um, it was a first step to social education, forcing children to, def- to defecate on cue, ostensibly taught submission to authority. Synchronized bowel movements preceded a synchronized politics. Yeah, and that's where I'd say that the communists went a little too far. I say not far enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then. I mean, that. Oh God. Um, but you can tell that whoever wrote that is like. Like it was, it was submission to authority. I don't know. It was probably just a harebrained idea of like, if we all do things together, we'll do things together. It wasn't probably like we gotta teach them to fucking no I submit. Think it was just a general, you know? probably convenience. Also, get those kids pooping at yeah, the same time. Yeah, if they all poop at the same time. <laughs> So then American anthropologists turned to potty training in the early 1940s while studying what they believed to be the particular aggressiveness of Japanese soldiers. Um, (laughs) Well, this sounds racist. Yep. Anthropologist Jeffrey Gorer reasoned 
uh, that premature toilet training forced Japanese babies to control their sphincters before important muscular development had taken place. This caused intense rage, which the infants soon repressed. This repression, in turn, gave rise to severe and compulsive personalities. Early and severe toilet training is the most important single influence in the formation of the adult Japanese character. Isn't that insane? Oh, my God. God, I can't believe that people just wrote shit like this and it was just like... Oh. Widely known. And people would just talk about it on the dish. Did you hear this? About well, so Freud was the biggest perpetrator. Um, and his theories are now broadly discredited around this. But he said that early infant training shapes adult personality in predictable and immutable ways. And he placed great uh, stock in potty training, a critical event in what he called the anal phase of childhood. If a baby is toilet <laughs> trained too early or too harshly, he warned, then he'll be frozen in the anal stage and will become a straight-laced and uptight, what we now call anal retentive man S- or woman. Some of the anthropologists who served the U.S. government were deeply inspired by Freud and eager to apply his theory. <laughs> God, nothing worse than being stuck in the anal stage. I know, are you right? Come on now. What am I? What am I in ninth grade? Just hearing about this. <laughs> Anal for the first time. Yeah. Um. So yes, he was broadly discredited over time, but like Freud's theories had influenced people. I'm sure there are people who still probably believe that a little bit. Yeah. Um. So you can be right about other things and not about that. Mm-hmm. You can be right about a few, th- one or two things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's our stance. So researchers started As to challenge podcast. the idea that potty training styles could make a kid uptight. Um, and then the, pop- the still popular readiness approach took hold in our culture, which says that infants should be ready for the potty before parents introduce it, basically giving the child more say over when he wants to shit. And in 1946, celebra- celebrity pediatrician Dr. Benjamin Spock urged parents to leave bowel training almost entirely up to your baby, who will probably take himself to the toilet before he is two years old. Um, and then the rise of m- the mass-produced and, in- and inexpensive disposable diaper in the 1970s hurried along the shift. Um, the diaper company Pampers, which so we this all was, know. So this was the, the, the availability. So it was like these theories that... Uh, like they were like harsher, harsher, and then now they were getting more like nice, like, oh, well, you should just let your child mm-hmm. decide when they want to start doing this. And then now the diaper becomes, a, the p- disposable one becomes more available. It was like... And all this is being used The disposable like, diaper basically was part of the time when people were like, be more laid back. It might take a little longer, but then your child's out in the world. So here's a disposable diaper. So... um. Pampers was also urging parents to relax a bit and to delay potty training into toddlerhood. Um, in 2007, this is so real for the toddler stuff, that Pampers introduced a diaper for a child who weighed more than 41 pounds, the typical weight of an American five-year-old. Okay, so here's where we get to the Pampers conspiracy. In 1999, Pampers-funded pediatrician T. Barry Brazelton <laughs> told parents, yeah, an, a cartoon T. Barry Brazelton. <laughs> what was it again? T. Barry Brazelton. T. Barry Brazelton here. <laughs> that kid's shitting too much. <laughs> Way too much. You need Pampers. He told parents not to rush toilet training. He pioneered the child-centered parenting approach and said parents should let their kids decide when to be (laughs) diaper-free. Honey, (laughs) if it was up to me when I was a kid, I'd still be in diapers. (laughs) You can't dictate to a child when he's going to pee poop. You want him to be an independent young man. That's that's him still. That's him. 
Let him piss and shit himself as long as he wants. Yeah. Oh, oh you're trying to come on board with the I'm impression. Coming. <laughs> that was that fun? <laughs> T-Berry Brazelton, everybody. <laughs> Two types of T-Berry Brazelton. <laughs> T-Berry Brazelton in the flesh. <laughs> so, so there was this like dueling belief system um, about toilet training especially when Brazelton came on the scene. Um, there was this one book writer, John Rosemond, who said it was a slap to the intelligence of a human being that one would allow him to continue soiling and wetting himself past age two. Um, <laughs> and then Brazelton was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he didn't do the voice. He's like, no. Is that, that was it? not the voice. He said, don't rush your toddler into toilet training or let anyone else tell you it's time it's got to be his choice he said in a television commercial for pampers for size six diapers suitable for children 35 pounds and over um (sighs) it's a big baby that's a big shit it was and so i'm getting all this from a new york times article in 99 um while all this was happening pediatricians were also saying that they were seeing young patients experiencing problems with both daytime and nighttime urinary control and with more issues with constipation so dr rosemond or john rosemond he wasn't a doctor um he he was saying like this probably has to do with you're just letting your you're not teaching them how to control when to go to the bathroom because they can do it literally whenever they want right right um and he also criticized T. Barry Brizzleton for... Wait, what? <laughs> what do you have to say there, fella? Yeah. <laughs> it's the 90s. He's still talking like that. What? Oh, wait. <laughs> this is pretty recent, huh? Well, he's got an old-timey name, so he gets an old-timey voice. What do you have to say there, fella? Um, I'm Rosemond. Well, you don't have to play him, but... Okay, I'm not going to play him. <laughs> do you have to play him? <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> Um, so he, he criticized Brazelton for being a consultant to Pampers and for appearing in the commercials. Well, <laughs> I mean, what do you have a man, uh, against a man making a living for himself? <laughs> and then he shows his pants. <laughs> yeah. He was also wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> Our new size 52 <laughs> Pampers. That's a, that's a, I'm, I'm glad you brought this up. <laughs> I just I just shit myself and and I am a man. God damn it! <laughs> I am a strong man in 2006, <laughs> and I still have this voice. And that's not my choice. <laughs> nor, nor is it my choice to to shit myself. But <laughs> that's the commercial. <laughs> it's just meandering like that. Well, I know it sounds like I'm a comedian riffing, trying to make this funny on a podcast, but I am a man, (laughs) a real man, who, yes, yes, my rent is paid by Pampers Corporation. (laughs) So sort of, I'm a baby. (laughs) (laughs) I am a big baby. Wah, 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 wah. (laughs) Thank you, folks. Good night. All, so Pampers was funding all of his research, <laughs> and he said he was proud of the association. He's got beakers. Like, yeah. <laughs> old timey. He's in black and white. <laughs> He's yeah, there's, holding babies It's just a beaker. Down. That's all his research is beakers. <laughs> ding, ding, yeah. ding. There's He's no not, babies involved. <laughs> He's holding it like up to his ear. They're like, that's not, that's not research. I'm Brazelton. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes, we, we know. 
So he was proud of it. He said, it took me a long time to decide to do it, but I'm absolutely convinced that it was a wonderful thing to do. I'm certainly not doing it to keep kids in diapers. It's just the opposite. Pampers is willing to go along with me to make it easier for mothers to let kids be open to toilet training when they're ready. Oh, that's classic like PR messaging. Yeah, yeah that's that's like um, it reminds me of hearing any uh, person in Congress speak. Mm. <laughs> that's, oh. Yeah, it's just like so. It's just like so marketing. But he yeah. was to give him credit. I mean, pa- Pampers chose him because his theories before were aligned with that, but it was, Mm -hmm. doesn't mean it was correct. So then, but you're going to like this. So the other guy, Mr. Rosemond offers a, offered a toilet training technique that he called naked and $75, (laughs) which he recommended that parents embark upon with their two year olds. Quote, you stay at home from work with your child for a few days and you let the child walk around the house naked all day long. The parent puts the potty where the child spends most of his time and moves it when necessary to keep it nearby. Every so often, the parent reminds the child to use the potty when needed. Children at this age do not like urine and feces running down their legs. When they have an accident, they stop and start to howl, and the mother comes along and says, well, you forgot to use the toilet. She puts him on the toilet, wipes him off, speaks reassuringly to him, and within three three days or five days, he's doing it on his own. The $75, he added, is for the carpet cleaning. (laughs) That is untenable. (laughs) (laughs) That is. So, hey, look, take a few days off of work. (laughs) Let your kids shit around the house. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I'm Hopefully not, he won't like it. <laughs> he won't like it. He'll pr- start to howl like a wolf. And then you come to his rescue. I mean, no, I'm not. I don't have pampers behind me. <laughs> I have no backing for this I theory. I thought this up myself. <laughs> I just came up with this in a, <laughs> in a vacuum. I mean, yeah, that is just... Uh, not a good competitor to the theories that the other that uh, our 1950s doctor was <laughs> putting forward. Mm-hmm. It's for the carpet clean. A lot of wood floors now, though. Oh, that's true. That makes it better. Be better, yeah. So it's just slipping and sliding. Yeah, but they're d- but the kid, it's he's not starting to shit and just standing there. He's walking around. Kids are very unpredictable. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so that's the conspiracy is that basically, you know, Pampers and all these other, uh, diaper corporations were trying to push their product. And so they were pushing, they were encouraging parents to wait till longer and now diapers. So here's crazy. Here's crazy. Here's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, in the year 2,500, early 21st century disposable diapers will finish biodegrading. 2,500? Yeah. Right now, just a reminder, the year is 2022. Three. Three. Happy New Year, folks. Um, Wow. Jesus Christ. So we got to find a way to get away from this stuff. Yes. Um, And yeah, so just potty training children earlier does sound like a way. So that's one way. One part of it. The other big way is using cloth diapers. And cloth diapers... Okay, well, let's talk about it. So they're machine washable. They're obviously a lot better than in medieval times. Do you know how? Do you know how usually your washing machine doesn't have shit in it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, have we we got a product for you? (laughs) 
<laughs> you know where you put all the clothes that you wear to work. <laughs> you should also put your kids' shit inside of there. You know where you put your own pants that you shit, guys? <laughs> After a big night out, it's not such a crazy concept. Oh, <laughs> uh, what a bad! Uh, well, tell me what. Uh, so they're machine washable. Mach- okay, well, first of all, babies don't shit every time they go through a diaper. Sometimes it's just pee. True, true. Um, okay, so cloth diapers are machine washable. They're reusable. They're more affordable. Um, they're u- cloth diapers are usually made of cotton, um, gauze, bamboo, hemp, wool, microfiber, or other man-made materials such as Whoa. polyester. <laughs> <laughs> if you want your child to experience chafing at an early age, try our wool diapers. Okay, <clears throat> so cloth diapers, let's just recap. They do save money, so reusable diapers can yeah. save parents over $1,000 over the course of two years. With well, <clears throat> are they factoring in <laughs> into this that you're running the washing machine 24-7? <laughs> the water, water and electricity costs Shut in, inclu- up, included no. in this? Okay, no, because you're just at the end of the week putting all the... No, I'm kidding. Um, so with cloth yeah, you diapers... You have, have 15,000 <laughs> cloth diapers. With cloth diapers averaging between $800 and $1,000 for two years compared with disposable diapers, which cost families between $2,000 and $3,000 over a two-year span. Mm-hmm. The only cost-related account of cloth diapers is that you'll probably have a slightly higher upfront spend. Mm. Um, waste, dis- despite the instructions on packaging, recommended that waste should be... This is what like what I said. Um, yeah. Most people don't put... Put the dookie in the toilet after. (laughs) Put it in the toilet after. What are you doing? Put it in the landfill. Put the dookie in the toilet. (laughs) And then wash the diapie. (laughs) It's been a long day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that just opened my heart a little bit. (laughs) This is interesting. So landfills weren't designed to treat human waste, and improper disposal of waste could wind up contaminating waterways in our ecosystem with bacteria and viruses. Right. Um, Great. And obviously they're healthier. They don't have cancer-causing dioxins in them. So basically... I wonder if, like, testicular cancer is higher now. It's got to be higher now. And I wonder if diapers have to do with that. Whoa. No idea research i hate to speculate but that's definitely the but case that's 100 percent the case i have a tiny bed for my phone <laughs> <laughs> my phone's sleeping over listen right to now. the speculations that we have <laughs> um <clears throat> so basically you would buy a bunch of these cloth diapers and then change them throughout the day and right and have a bag on you if you're out and about, and oh, you just have it's not sh- as bad though. You it's not that bad. Bag. I'm guessing that my parents used cloth diapers on me. That is that. <laughs> Isn't that a crazy history of diapers? Something I had never thought about. I, I found never thought this of out. That. I was at my boss's wedding, and I was hanging out with a couple who just had babies, and they invited me to babysit to find out if I like babies. And I was talking <laughs> to the wife. Hey, you want to do this huge favor for us for you? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> Um, but I was talking to the wife, and she was she told me about this conspiracy, and I was like, "Oh my god, I need to look this up." That is interesting. I mean, I wonder what like across the world what the average is, and if it's higher here, like for age of like potty training. Mm. Um, that'd be interesting to look into. Maybe we'll have that as a follow up. It's a huge. It's like I said, it's a huge topic of conversation on like mommy blogs and in parent raising books because. 
It's you know they're There's like it could affect forth. your child's development. Uh oh, did they respond? Ha ha ha! What do you think? Cloth said yes, of course. Unless we were traveling with you. That's a good compromise, I think. If you're gonna use the clothies, you could use the plastic ones yeah. when you're traveling. I mean, come on, let's be serious. That would be less crazy. She said cotton. Hmm. Nice. All right. Well, that's been the that's podcast. been the podcast. Um. Uh, uh, now Tyler needs to go change his diaper. I don't change my diaper. <laughs> <laughs> um, this was great. I had a great time. I think yep. good first episode back. Thanks for listening. Thanks for coming. Like and subscribe. Yeah, do all the things. Uh, tell three friends. Um, see us uh, live. Mm-hmm. If you're in Chicago, come see me at Zany's Both February 5th. Yep, she'll I'm be opening. there. She'll be opening, and it's going to be a great night. Uh, come see us. Thank you very much. Thank you. Change your diapers. Bye. Bye. <laughs>